The following episode contains major plot points of movies. A spoiler warning is advised. This episode also contains topics that may be disturbing for some viewers, so viewer discretion is also advised. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another new episode of the Abbey Normal Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Bourne. And I'm Leah. How's it going today? And today we're going to be discussing... Disgusting, not disgusting, disgusting. Even though you are disgusting. That is true. But we are discussing today Cocaine Bear. Yeah. And we- that, and seeing this movie was fucking awesome. Yeah, so we watched this originally in theaters uh, the night before you left for Florida. Yes, I did. And that was such a great way to say goodbye than going on a date with my wife and watching Cocaine Bear and eating some burgers. We ate at Red Robin like we usually do. Yep. And that was good. I mean, they we're like actually loyal customers over there. So, yeah. Yeah, Red Robin's pretty good. I like Red Robin better than Applebee's, honestly. I know. Remember when Applebee's used to be like our go-to when, when, spot? When their chicken finger like pasta dish was so much better back then than it is now. Yeah. Oh, my God. It sucks now. Now they do penne. They're okay. Like, eh, we've, we've, we've branched out since our days of Applebee's. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, now we're Apple A, which I don't know what that meant, but yes. Do you want to talk about anything we've watched recently before we get into Cocaine Bear? No, but there is a movie I do want to get into Hmm. that's on Shudder. It's an older movie. It's kind of a weird one, too. It's like kind of like a fever dream. It's called Jack Be Nimble. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about that one. Which stars David Arquette's uh, sister... Alexis Arquette? Yeah, who used to be Alex Arquette, I think. Yeah, but we don't go by that name anymore. But no, that's all right. And also, it's Alexa Arquette now. But she's passed on since then, so rest in peace to her. Yep. So, yes. First of all, it's Alexis. You said Alexa. Alexa? (laughs) Alexis Arquette. Yeah, Alexis. And there's a couple things I wanted to touch up upon. So remember last week when I said while you were out of town, I watched a bunch of horror movies and there was one that I couldn't remember? Mm-hmm. It was Ghost Ship. Oh, God. Go- it was the 2002 rendition of Ghost Ship and it was okay. <laughs> you know what I call that movie? When, when I you when know- I first told you that I was going to watch it, you were like, ew, you want to watch that movie? Because you know what I call it? What? Ghost Shit. Well, because a lot of people, was, it wasn't well-received by audiences when it came out, and I get why. It's like, still not. It's okay. Like, the, the opening credit, or not the opening credit, but like the opening scene is like the highlight of the movie, You and then the plot twist is a low light. I don't understand you sometimes. What? You're the type of person who would love the movie Ghost Ship. You like movies that are like, bad, <laughs> or remakes. And those are bad, too. No, you like bad... You like camp movies. Yeah, like but those are way better shit. than Ghost Ship. I mean, I say camp, but I'm not talking about, like, camp-themed movies. You no. like campy shit. Yeah, but they're way you better. Like, you like earnest, scared, stupid shit. That's, that's that's way better than Ghost Shit. I didn't mind Ghost Ship, but... <laughs> I thought you were going to say Ghost Shit. <laughs> no, I didn't mind the movie, but it could have been Butter? Butter? Better. Okay. And then you and I actually just watched Spiral recently, because that's now on Hulu. Yes, it is, actually. We were wondering when it was ever going to get on any streaming service, and then it did. Yeah, we saw the other day that it landed itself on Hulu, and we were super excited. Because I, I, was like, I think I remember you saying when we first saw the list of, of movies that were coming on streaming services, mm-hmm. I remember 
you were like, oh, Spiral's coming on. Yeah, Spiral's like, coming on. Looks, the looks like we're going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so, like we do every month, we look forward to this at the end of every month. But Fangoria always puts out a post. Uh, letting people know what the latest horror movies are coming out to streaming services. Which we get to find out next weekend, too, what they're oh, going to yeah. be doing. Because uh, that's actually not only we're going to find out about what's going to be the new horror movies on streaming services, whether they're old or new, but we get to move that weekend. Yes, yeah, so I did want to talk about that a little bit. So I do want to talk a little bit about Spiral, too. Because I know we yeah. said that... I know that said with once we see Spiral, we are eventually going to do a spiral review, and we will eventually. That movie is nothing but a spiral. It was a decent sequel. Hmm. I, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. We'll talk more about it when we get to that part of the review. It's better than Jigsaw, I was. However, like Colin said, we are moving next week, so mm-hmm. we probably won't be able to post regular. I mean, we're going to post an episode in advance, so that way we could have something ready for you guys by Sunday. But it's not going to be regularly scheduled yeah, reviews. Yeah, we'll have something entertaining for you until yeah, we we'll come out with do, a brand new episode. Actually, we did say we were going to do a game, which we haven't done in a while. Well, that's what I meant, that we're going to do yeah. an entertaining episode. So we're going to do a game episode for you guys while we go and move. So we'll have something for you guys to enjoy while we're getting everything unpacked and being all comfort. It might take some time for us to get back into our regularly scheduled programming the week after April 1st. So until then, you get to not only enjoy this episode, but another episode after this one. Bear with us as we transition from one nest to the other, and then hopefully we'll get back into the swing of getting our whole setup going again. And with that in mind, we're going to transition into talking about Cocaine Bear. Actually, I'm going to put a pause on Cocaine Bear you for a second. You suck. Well, because I did want to talk about something that you and I just got into recently. Oh, no. Come on. Not that. Please. No. It's fun. Cutie, stop it. It's fun. What? All right. Five minutes. That's okay. it. And then Cocaine Bear. So, we I'm just... I'm timing you now. Okay. So, we just recently started watching... The, the Masked Singer. The Masked Singer. God. So what happened was... I hate her. We had heard on TikTok T-Pain's latest War Pigs cover, which is a bop, by the way. And I was like, I haven't heard anything from T-Pain in a long time. So I googled T-Pain stuff, and the first thing that came up were his videos from his time on The Masked Singer Season 1 as the monster. Did you almost say Match Singer? I have a speech impediment. Leave me alone. Wow. I anyway. Was, I thought it was a lisp. Anyway, he was on the Season 1 of The Masked Singer. He was the monster. I thought it was a really fun show and performance that he put on. So I wanted to keep watching and see what else they had. So... We started watching season one of The Masked Singer, and I know that it's currently on its ninth season right now. So we've got eight more seasons of this to get through. Wait a minute. Hold on. Time out. What? What else did you have questions on, Colin? Because you and I started talking a little bit, and then you wanted to ask questions. I want to ask one question. Okay. How the hell... I've seen people do nine seasons more than four years. Yeah. How are they doing nine seasons now in the span of four years? I mean, they would have to... Do that consistently. Like, yeah, consecutively. Consecutively, that's what I meant. I'm sorry, I have a speech impediment. Shut <laughs> up! But anyway, but how, are, how is that possible to do those those seasons that quickly? 
I mean, yeah, it's nine seasons, and it first start like it first aired in 2019. That's only been like what five years now? Yeah, but five six years now. Here's the thing. What? I mean, I get it because Shira did. Um, Shira the the Princess of Power show did five seasons in a span of four of two years. Yeah. So. I guess I could see it that way. But honestly, though, like, that's crazy. So far, we've seen a lot of celebrities come and go on the show. Yeah. Like, Terry Bradshaw was the deer in the first season. <laughs> and then you, we just unmasked what was Ricky it? Ricky Lake. Ricky Lake which, and LaToya Jackson. I thought that was awesome. I by love, the way. I love Ricky Lake, so. By the way, this bitch sitting next to me, when, we, when I first showed him, I think it was episode three of The Masked Singer... And you heard or saw a performance from the alien, and you're like, I wonder who that is. And then this bitch had the fucking balls to look up who the alien was, and you're like, I know who the alien is. And I'm like, because you fucking Googled it, didn't you? And you didn't say anything because you think you're so secretive and sly and shit, which you're not. And then... I don't know what you're talking about. And then when they were finally reveal who the alien is, and you're like, I knew it. And I'm like, of course you fucking knew it because you Googled it in advance. But you want to know something? I've got the upper hand here now. What does that mean? In one of the seasons, I don't know which season, it might be the latest one, there is a character called the Gnome. Oh my god. I know who the Gnome is. So you know who the Gnome is? I know you, which celebrity you gnome, is the Gnome. You Gnome who the Gnome is. I know is. what you're trying to do here, but I know who the Gnome is. Who? I'm not telling you. I, I'm not I, telling you. Why did I even ask that? That's I'm, so dumb. I'm not telling you, but you're going to be shocked as shit when you see who the I gnome is. I don't give a shit who the fuck the gnome is. It should be important to you who the gnome is. Why? Because it is someone that I love and idolize? It's an iconic performer. Yeah, and so is everyone else. No. Iconic performer. Iconic? Yeah. Wait, like, is like, that a wrestler? No. Oh, no, but anyway, oh, I'm gonna iconic. I'm gonna move on from now. Okay. Is there anything else you want to touch base on before we get into cocaine bear? No, let's touch the bear. Okay. <laughs> cocaine bear was released on February 24th of 2023. Has a runtime of an hour and 35 minutes, and was directed by Elizabeth Banks. I don't know if we've ever talked about a movie that had a female director before. I don't think we have. Actually. Oh, we we must have. We've have, I feel like, but I don't know, honestly. If we haven't, this would be the first time that we did. It has a huge production lineup, so it was produced by Phil Lord, Christopher Miller, Aditya Sood, I apologize if I mispronounced that name, Max Hendelman, Brian Duffield, and Elizabeth <laughs> Banks also produced as well. And it was distributed by Universal Pictures. Mm-hmm. It stars Carrie Russell as Sari, Brooklyn Price as Dee Dee, Christian Convery as Henry, which I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name either, and I apologize if I am, Margot Martindale as Ranger Liz, Jesse Tyler Ferguson as Peter. All right, Colin, you're going to have to help me with this name. All right, so that's Alden Aaron Rick. Aaron Rick or Aaron Reich. Aaron, Eddie? Yeah, Aaron Reich, O'Shea Jackson Jr. as David. 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 And Ray Liotta as Sid. Which this was his last movie before he passed away. Yep, so shush. Ow. 
I want to talk to. Ray Liotta's final completed film role before his passing on May 26th of 2022. Which is very sad. Liotta died a week after he came to re-record his lines in post-production. Elizabeth Banks said that Liotta praised the look of the bear once he got a look at it. (laughs) And Scott Sises? This was Scott Sises? Yeah, Sice's last movie. No, it was his film film. debut. Oh, never mind. He plays EMT Tom. (laughs) You remember that scene? Yes, I do. We'll get into that scene when we get into that scene. God, that was so funny. Because this has such a huge cast, a lot of these actors have worked with each other on prior shows and movies. So this movie was actually like a mini reunion for the TV series The Americans, which starred Carrie Russell, Matthew Reese, Margot Martindale... And they all played Russian spies in the show. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, for America, for Russian spies in the movie The Americans, that's yes. funny. Or a TV show, right? Yeah. TV show. All right, yeah. go on. So because this is a fairly new movie, there's really not a whole lot of behind-the-scenes or post-pre-production like, stuff that I can cover right now. Yeah. But I can say that this movie was loosely inspired in part of a true event that took place in 1985, when a corrupt Kentucky cop and lawyer turned drug smuggler Andrew Thornton flew in a smuggling run, dumping packages of cocaine over Georgia before attempting to escape with nearly 80 pounds of it strapped to his body. However, the parachute malfunctioned, probably from the extra weight, and Thornton fell to his death in Knoxville, Tennessee, in essentially a residential driveway. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's crazy. So 40 kilos of the thrown packages landed in a national forest and were consumed by a black bear who overdosed most likely within minutes, dying from cerebral hemorrhaging and respiratory and heart failure. After eating $20 million worth, which by... Adjusting inflation by today's uh, worth, it would Mm. actually be worth $55 million. Yeah, more expensive than any house. So no rampage by the bear was actually recorded, but rather this was inspired by a Reddit post recounting the story in which they concluded, quote, there was probably a few, like a five minute window before he died where he was the most dangerous apex predator on the continent. What do you think? I think it's cool. You know, it's interesting. I mean, bears are incredibly dangerous i mean aside Mm -hmm. from yeah but now they're more dangerous because they're on cocaine well here's the thing i don't want to give humankind that much credit but compared to like other apex predators Mm -hmm. in the world Mm -hmm. bears are like the most notorious for their body count amongst other predators Mm -hmm. the film opens with jane by jefferson starship just as one of elizabeth banks's first film roles wet hot american summer did so you remember that movie, or did you ever watch that movie? What? Wet Hot American Summer? Yes, actually. That is a really funny-ass movie. Yeah, I, that's Elizabeth know. Banks's yeah. film debut. Yep, with Paul Rudd and, like, all these other big comedians, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a really funny-ass movie, especially that one was based in the 80s. All right. Yeah, early 80s, but yeah. And I'm sure you would be interested to know, Colin, that most of the film was shot in Ireland. I see. And some of the filming locations were in the same region where the show Vikings was filmed. Which, that's kind of nuts, because I thought this was filmed in America, but I feel Mm -hmm. like with some of the shots that we did see, it did seem a little more exotic. Mm -hmm. Like, a little more um, landscape-y. Well, I think another thing, too, is, like, you have to... You have to kind of keep in mind about film location because in video or film production, you have to get authorization to shoot in certain locations. Mm -hmm. And if that 
region doesn't allow it, then you can't shoot there because then it would be illegal. And if you got caught for shooting a movie or anything without permission or without authorization or clearance, you can get fined, yeah. which is not good. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of production companies often shoot outside of the U.S. is because there's some places in the U.S. that you're just not allowed to shoot. True. So, yeah. Do you want to get into the plot? Yeah, go ahead. All right. In 1985, drug smuggler Andrew C. Thornton II dropped a shipment of cocaine from his plane. He attempts to parachute out with a drug-filled duffel bag, but knocks himself unconscious on the doorframe, causing him to fall to his death. His body lands in Knoxville, Tennessee, where he is identified by Bob, a local detective. He concludes that the cocaine is likely from St. Louis drug kingpin Sid White, and the remainder is missing. Meanwhile, in the Chattanoochee National Forest, a American black bear eats some of the cocaine, becoming highly aggressive, and attacks two hikers, Elsa and Olaf, killing the former. Now, what's weird about this part of the movie is when you look up the cast list for this movie, Kristoff is the name of the actor who plays Olaf, and Mm. you can actually hear the actress who plays his wife call him by two different names. First, she calls him Olaf. Remember, they're having that conversation about their wedding. Mm -hmm. And she's saying that she didn't want his brother's band to play because they sucked. And then Mm -hmm. he got all quiet and started, like, walking quickly ahead of her. And she calls out to him Kristoff. I think that was, like, a Freudian slip where she was supposed to call him Olaf, but called him by his real name instead. Oh, my God. (laughs) Freudian slip. Yep. In northeast Georgia, middle schooler Dee Dee lives with her mother, who's a nurse, I believe her name is pronounced Sari. But Dee Dee skips school with her best friend Henry in order to paint a picture of the falls in the forest. On the trail to the falls, the pair finds a lost brick of cocaine and ingests some before they are attacked by the bear. Sari ventures into the forest to search for the kids and park ranger Liz and Peter, a wildlife activist, and the three find Henry clinging to a tree, hiding from the bear. The bear attacks, sending Peter stumbling through a pile of cocaine and slashing Liz in the process. Attracted to a cocaine-coated Peter, the bear kills him, ignoring Henry. Mm-hmm. Sorry and Henry flee deeper into the forest and Liz sends for help. Which, by the way, how did you feel about those first two attack scenes? I feel like it wasn't even like, what, 20 minutes in the movie and are already getting like a killing scene after the title card. Yeah, so Elsa is the first person to be attacked by the cocaine bear. So after their little disagreement about their wedding plans, Elsa and Olaf find... Which is, I couldn't... I'm just realizing that now. Their names are Elsa and Olaf. I feel like she paid tribute to, like, Frozen for that. That's fucking funny. But anyway, so Elsa gets mauled by the bear... Because they see the bear nearby, they notice it's acting weird, and they start to take pictures of it. But then when the bear notices that they are there nearby, it runs and attacks at them. Mm-hmm. And it the, the mauls Elsa, essentially. Yeah. How did you feel about that scene? It felt great. It was I mean, exhilarating. It was. It was actually, <laughs> I loved that scene so much because it was just like, it was so entertaining to see someone die like that. But it was just so funny at the same time. What about Peter? Peter was the one who was, was up in the Peter? tree. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The little boy? No, that was a, that's Henry. Ah. Peter was the wildlife activist, the one that Ranger Liz was crushing on. Yeah, he was meant to die. 
when they see that a bear is nearby, they're trying to hide from it. And he trips in the bushes and actually falls into some open cocaine bags. So he becomes coated in the cocaine. So now at this point, the bear has ingested so much of it that he becomes, or she, as we later find out. Oh, it's a she. It's a female black bear. Um, So we come to find out that she has become so addicted to the stuff that anybody who is coated or found in possession of it, they... She'll go nuts. She goes nuts and she mauls and kills whoever is like nearby cocaine. And so she attacks Peter, which it's horrifying, but it's also like pretty exciting. It's I don't know ent- why. It's entertaining. This movie is definitely most uh, all entertaining when I saw it. Yeah. Like I couldn't help but be like wily amused. Yeah. So in St. Louis, Sid sends his fixer David to recover the remaining cocaine. David travels to Georgia with Eddie, who is Sid's son, who has grown depressed following the death of his wife and has abandoned his own son. They arrive in Georgia, as does Bob, at the forest station. David gets into a fight with the Duchamp's gang, three delinquents who cause trouble in the forest. (laughs) One of the members, Stash, takes David and Eddie to recover some of the cocaine he stashed in a gazebo. Liz arrives back at the station, pursued by the bear. Liz accidentally kills Ponytail, one of the two champs, and before the bear slaughters Vest, the other one, paramedics Beth and Tom arrive to collect Liz after a brief skirmish with the bear. They leave with Liz in an ambulance, but the bear pursues and jumps into the vehicle. In the ensuing chaos, Tom is killed by the bear while Liz falls out of the ambulance and is crushed on the road. Beth loses control of the ambulance and crashes into a tree, causing her to fly through the windshield to her death. Sari and Henry discover that Dee Dee left them a trail of paint, which they use to track her. David and Eddie are taken to the gazebo, but find Bob there with the stash duffel of cocaine. The bear appears, but Bob distracts it with a bag of cocaine. Bob is suddenly shot fatally by Sid, who reveals that he is under pressure by his superiors to retrieve the cocaine. Mm-hmm. Sari and Henry find a mourning Olaf who leads them to Dee Dee's hiding place, which is the bear's cave containing its two cubs. Revealing that the bear is a mother, Olaf leaves and is killed by the bear. Sid, Eddie, and David find the cave, which leads out to a ledge behind the falls, and the bear returns to the cave. Sari, Henry, and Dee jump into the water below to safety, followed by Eddie and David who have chosen to quit the drug business together, and they all survive. However, Sid refuses to leave the bag of cocaine found in the cave. He shoots and wounds the bear, but is unsuccessful in killing it and is disemboweled by the bear and her cubs. Later, Stash hitchhikes to New York with a duffel bag full of cocaine, while Eddie, accompanied by David, reunites with his son. Is there anything you want to add to? Because that is the end of the movie. Oh, man. I know, we went through that pretty quickly. I like that, though. That was cool. And uh, I just love the little jokes in that movie, especially when uh, Eddie was talking about his dead wife, and he was supposed to have Joan as a tattoo, but it was John. Oh, yeah, I remember that It was just like, it was supposed to be named Joan, but it's John. Right. But I have to go back in seven days and just... He's like, you can't go back in seven days to fix it. He's got to wait for it to fully heal. Yeah, it was pretty funny, mm-hmm. I will say. So I was very entertained by that. Such a good movie. This movie had a lot of weird dialogue moments that I didn't really think needed to be 
in the movie. But then again, that's sort of like the style of comedy that Elizabeth Banks has always been known for in her movies. Yeah, but I love that she had it in this movie. This yeah. movie was pretty funny. And I love uh, I love Eddie's uh, um, commentary with uh, his dad and also David. And they're just so funny. And like Eddie just seems like he's crying like half the time, like whining. But he's not. <laughs> this is how he talks. Oh, I just found out something interesting about the real cocaine bear. Did the real cocaine bear died? Yeah. So the real cocaine bear, which has also been referred to in a joking manner as Pablo Escobar, is on display in Lexington, Kentucky at the Kentucky for Kentucky Fun Mall. Unconfirmed hmm. rumors say it was previously owned by Waylon Jennings. Oh, shit. Yeah. Really? So Waylon Jennings did cocaine too. Not surprised. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of whiskey, a lot of cocaine. <laughs> Country guys can do that too. But yeah, no. But no, I'm overall, what do you think of this movie, honey? I think it was fun. I mean, a lot of people have said that when watching this movie, it was a, it was funny. It had its comical moments. But even though the bear mauling scenes were very gruesome in nature, they even had some humor to it. Mm-hmm. Which I do agree with there. Like we were just saying, like well, that's it's, the important it's, part. Yeah, it's unsettling to watch because of how gruesome it is. But at the same time, it's like it's a bear movie. But like, it it's makes a bear but it movie. makes up for it with the humor. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it so great. So other than that, I think we did definitely did good today. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry there wasn't really more that we can go off of in terms of like information and all this other stuff. I really yeah. wish that we had more knowledge about this bear the only other thing i can think of though is what we have already talked about in previous episodes was that the cast and crew who worked on the movie had a nickname for the bear that they were using on set kind of like how they did with jaws yeah. and jurassic what was the park nickname? Koki. Koki the bear Koki the cocaine bear yeah. yeah it was a really cute story that she told i believe on the jimmy kimmel show or jimmy fallon show i can't remember which one but it was a fun story yeah I are you it. smirking because of what you did last week with fucking jimmy fallon what did i do with jimmy no <laughs> didn't we talk about this already no we didn't actually oh, i didn't tell you didn't tell this story no we didn't because we just we just started to do the episode today we never talked about it in the last one. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, St. Patrick's Day, I went out to see my buddies. Tommy was opening. He was doing a acoustic set, and he did a few Grease Creeper songs, and that was great. And then uh, my bass player's band, 1916, played, and we played, and they played at Iron Smoke. And then after their set, Jimmy Fallon was in Fairport at the uh, Iron Smoke. It's kind of funny around here. He is known for you know, popping in and out of Rochester because he has close friends in Fairport because he knows the owner at Iron Smoke. So I saw him and I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, it's Jimmy Fallon. I no, wonder, of, all, yeah. of all places you could celebrate St. Patrick's Day at, it's Rochester, New York. Mm-hmm. Like, you could have gone to Boston or he, Ireland even. could have went to Oregon. Yeah, you could have gone to Oregon. Yeah. I mean, like... They party there. Rochester? Well, he he knows friends. I mean, he knows people. You know, it's not like he's gonna do free drinks because he'll buy all the rounds. You know, he's right. got he's got money. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, but no, but it was really cool to see him. And uh, I he went up on stage with 1916, and uh, it was just only a, like an acoustic set, and they did a whole bunch of covers. And the first song they did was uh, uh, Van Morrison's Gloria. Oh, okay. Which that was awesome, and. Uh, 
Yeah, and as Jimmy, as quirky as he is, literally was definitely a fun time to see him. And I, I like I like Jimmy and everything. I mean, there was times where I didn't like Jimmy, but I do like Jimmy more now than I have when I was younger. I mean, I am a Conan O'Brien guy. I always will be, but I love I, I like Jimmy Fallon a lot. He's he was freaking awesome, and he was super nice when we met when we when I met him. So yeah. I I kind of wish that I had been there, only because I would have thrown you under the bus. Like Why? If, Why would you throw me you, under the bus with a celebrity? God damn it. Yeah, you go up to Jimmy Fallon and be like, I'm such a huge fan. I'm like, no, you're not. You like Conan O'Brien more. You are... <laughs> you suck. This is why I'm so glad you didn't came. And literally, I woke up... I, I, it's funny. I came home without the dogs barking, which, thank God, because that, that was great. Mm-hmm. And I slept and woke up the next morning, and she asked me how my night was. And I was like, it was interesting. And then I no, remember... You were, you were like... You're not going to believe who was at the show last night. That's why like, I say it was interesting. I'm like, who? I'm, I'm thinking it was somebody you knew, like a friend you hadn't seen in a while. But yeah. you were like, Jimmy Fallon. And I'm like, get the your, fuck out of here. Your eyes widen up when I'm I I'm like, start. are you joking with me right now? I'm like, no. And you're like, no. And I'm like, look. Yeah, you really... show me your picture of him. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, you were so mad. <laughs> I am mad. This kind of shit never happens to me when I'm around. You always get to have like these really cool moments with cool people and then i i stay at home yeah like a loser <laughs> <laughs> like a hermit loser like anyway a, a hermit crab loser but no anyway i'm just kidding i love you baby you are cute love you too and uh so i think that would wrap it up for this episode here yeah i know it's a it's yeah, a short it's episode a, but it is and but you know but i still got a pack after this so that's yeah. why i'm making it short and sweet so, this is a shorter episode than usual, but we hope that you all enjoyed Cocaine Bear. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And if you haven't seen it, please go see it, because it is totally worth it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think Colin enjoyed it. I think I do enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> like, I so. mean, it was it was funny. But let's be honest, though. You kind of were nodding off during parts oh, of the Oh, shut movie. up. I'm always nodding off in movies. What's the difference? But no. It, it always pisses me off when you do that. But it, it was only just like a second. But it's a like, waste of money to go to a movie theater, pay for a ticket to go see a movie, and well, then fall asleep. at least asleep. you saw and you were happy. But I did see it, so shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was fine. And I did see the movie for the most part. And when it comes out on streaming services or whatever, I get to watch the whole damn thing. So yeah, so it doesn't really matter because I've seen the movie and it's really good. It was very entertaining. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, hopefully that movie wins the Academy Award next year. I don't think it will. I wish it would. I don't think it if will. it can win a Shutter Award, that'd be sweet. If it's if it's listed as a horror film, it's not going to win the Academy. <sighs> yeah, of course not, because no horror films really win Academy Awards. Honestly, no. I mean, it might end up on, like, a Shudder Fangoria Chainsaw Award. And if it wins an award that way, that'd be sweet. Yeah, that would. Yeah. But with that in mind, we want to thank you for listening to us, listening to us today. Mm-hmm. We hope you enjoy this, and we will be posting another episode next week. Yeah. Uh, before we move. So yep. we will get that rolling. Mm-hmm. And speaking of rolling, well, this has been an, a fun episode of the Abby Normal Podcast. I'm your host, Colin. And I'm Aaliyah. Signing off saying... They fucking spell her name wrong. It's Joan. It says John. As always, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We are currently on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Be sure to give us a like, 
subscribe, or a nice review for our podcast. It helps boost our show positively. You can also follow us on Instagram and now on TikTok.